Fold and Close podcast explores a wide range of topics and offers unique perspectives of everyday people doing amazing things. We are here to push forward the unification of black people of color and bring forth our ancestors' wisdom. We hope to inspire, gift healing advice and techniques, and awaken one's inner calling for purpose and self-awareness. We believe you are never alone. You are your ancestors manifested, and we encourage every individual to explore themselves, principles, and values, and to live for what they are and know. So we define love, um, how do y'all feel it contrasts or is the same to intimacy? Like what is intimacy? I feel like intimacy is when someone is able to touch the emotional aspect of you. Uh, I'm not sure how familiar you all are with the chakra system, but that's, you know, the person, when they can touch that sacral chakra, I think that's intimacy, Um, especially when it's physical. Now, whenever I bring this up, I like to, like, differentiate intimacy from affection. I don't know if that's going to be a question. Um, But intimacy, I feel like, is more the physical aspect of affection. Um, And... It can either include affection or not include affection. Um, But yeah, definitely along the lines of sex, of course. Um, Touching, hugging. Yeah, that's intimate. But intimacy can also be outside of physical touch. You can be intimate on the emotional level. I can have an intimate conversation with you and not be sexual. So it all touches the emotions. That's my take on it. Um, I would say intimacy would be more of, like you said, the the physical kind of embodiment of love itself, because to really have, like, a level of intimacy, whether it's a conversation or physical, you have to have emotions toward that person. You know, I mean, technically, I guess you could have an intimate argument, because it's still a a emotion-provoking action. Um, But, you know, to, to talk to the positive sides of intimacy is that the physical expression of you know the emotions that you feel essentially so you know if that's love then it could be physical it could be sexual um or it could be that person kind of just affirming to me intimacy's like a like an affirmation of your emotions is that you know that, that hug when you need it that conversation when you need it that physical aspect of what you're telling me so you tell me how you feel and then the intimacy is the act of showing it um sharing sharing a space Mm. occupying a space is what uh I see intimacy as, um, I, I believe exactly what you ladies have said, um, but it has to do with sharing the space, um, whether it's a conversation, um, whether it's touch, um, you know, you can have intimacy with your food, you know what I mean, to be honest, it's just sharing the space with you, you know, so um, it's just, you know, a connection, um, 
connection, you know, can happen on many different levels as long as you're occupying the space. And that's basically what I'm saying. choosing that frequency or that thing. Um, it's, it's like the difference between showing up and actually like being here. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think intimacy is, is choosing, is choice. Like I have to, I have to make space for you, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, when it comes to um, protection, spiritual protection, emotional protection, physical protection, um, what does spiritual protection for you from your partner look and feel like? And second part of that question is, um, is there a thing as being overprotected by your partner? On a spiritual level? Spiritually, emotional, and physical. Mm-hmm. Um, Spiritual protection. All right. Um, I got a story about it. It was a incident that me and her got into, and I was. She's more spiritually inept than I am. I'm. I'm grounded. Mm -hmm. I'm more here on this. Round and she's not. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, it. that's how it is. So, um, we got, we went some, we went to Richmond and we had some food we shouldn't have ate. We're both vegan, but we ate something we weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, she got sick from it and we were like in Richmond. Like, me and my nephew's house, I knew where we were at, but I didn't know where we were at. Mm-hmm. So, me being grounded, um, the physical protection, mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, she was... Hmm? Yeah, it was nighttime. It was it was nighttime. <laughs> and it was Richmond, and we saw, you know, like, off Bainbridge in Richmond. And so, it's um, <laughs> always not that good. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, there's a lot of sirens, you know, just strange people walking around, so I'm more aware of my surroundings, and she's going through what she's going through, I'm trying to help her through it and still be aware of my surroundings. So it was um, a feeling of, I knew she felt spiritually protected because she wasn't aware of her surroundings, but I was, so I, I felt like I needed to be more focused on like what the hell was going on around <laughs> her. and still you know try to take care of her and get her through you know because she was having like uh breathing issues i was throwing up throwing up from eating salmon from eating salmon wow. <laughs> right so um, it was hard to find food in richmond you know when you're not from there so mm-hmm. yeah but yeah 
So, okay, so the issue was he's missing the pieces. No, nah, well, I'm, I was going to it, but... So, um... I, we had a conversation afterwards, and she was like, I was more concerned. I wasn't concerned about what was going on because I knew, you know, we were protected. You know, by the, you know, the spirit. Spirit was protecting us. And I was more like... It was niggas walking around. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? We were in a vulnerable position, so I, I needed to make sure that we were straight. Right. But <laughs> I'm glad that question came up. <laughs> you still missed the whole vibe right, piece. So, so the, the issue part? was I wanted emotional support while I was throwing up. I wanted him to rub on my back, just basically just be there for me. But he's looking around, and I'm like, what? Where you at? And so we got into it because I'm like, like you're not here. Like I need you right now. Like he's protecting he you, but not there. supporting you. Right. right. So that's right. I couldn't do both. <laughs> <laughs> like this person in my eyeline. Yeah. Real like, sketch. Really. <laughs> like real life. Oh, so, so where's the balance? <laughs> I mean, we're working on finding that when it comes to that, you know, um, I feel like we're equally balancing other parts of our relationship, our relationship mm-hmm. but yeah, it's a process working towards, I want to Honestly, I can't answer that question. The balance is he helps me be more grounded by reminding me to be more aware. Mm-hmm. And I help him to be more spiritually attuned by reminding him to be in the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's just a constant act of holding each other accountable and just reminding each other. But I think the key is just to do it from a place of love, not from a place of irritation. Because mm-hmm. you talking about traffic, I'm talking about the moon. Mm-hmm. I can easily get irritated if you're not responding to what I'm talking about. Right. So... Yeah. That actually happened too. Yeah, that actually happened. I was getting a pack and she said, Look at the moon. I'm trying to get to the moon. We were at the same place. <laughs> 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 I mean, and it's a lot with, you know, us having to understand our counterparts. And I'm single now, but I was driving Lyft, and I'm going to just say, just based off of what you were saying, um, I had a Lyft customer, uh, two women, and, you know, she was sick, and I was like, you don't hurry up, and you pulled over. And she pull, I pulled over, and she started early. And, you know, all over the side of the highway, well, I actually grabbed her hair and her girl, and she, like, screamed at her girlfriend for not being there right. for her. Right. And I grabbed her, she was like, <laughs> like, like, you know, I just did it, because I'm like, yo, you're going to get throw up all over. So I constantly just, you know, did it, but she got mad at her girlfriend for not being there. So I kind of see exactly what she, but... Like, the only reason I did it was like, I'm not trying to get throw up on You know what I mean? So, I understood exactly where you're at, but for us, you know, we think of it, you know, like, I'm right with you. I'm like, man, this things everywhere, man. I'm trying to, you know, they might see you at a vulnerable state right. and take advantage of this situation, me not being there and you being sick. We both get clubbed in the head. Now, we both in the spirit. <laughs> 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 
partner look and feel like? And the second part is, is there such a thing as being overprotective? Okay. I can say, uh, I say, um, I don't know how to explain. Um, it looks like allowing, um, so I grew up, went to church, choir, um, the whole nine. And I had to teach myself, I had to seek the knowledge to know that there's more to the story. <laughs> and um, once I started doing that, um, my way of living shifted. Um, after being married for 11 years and coming into my own maybe three or four years, my husband looking at me like, where, where are these crystals coming from? Where, where, where is this? Why are you outside? What, what, what are you talking about? The, the moon? He's, he's just not understanding and he's just... But, be, but in that not understanding, it wasn't... Um, it, he didn't put me down for it or he didn't um, discourage me for mm -hmm. it. He, he helped... He respected it. He respect that I am awakening and I am learning and I am growing. And I think that is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. Again, when you allow your partner to grow and search and learn and and be able to do that. And can he be um, overprotective? Absolutely. Like, absolutely. Um, in all aspects. Just hearing y'all and just watching y'all just remind me of my husband he's not trying to hear none of that um i'm like babe don't worry about it we got it this month don't worry about nothing everything's gonna be fine and i will relax i will sit kick my feet up and relax but my husband does not see that he sees Work. things have to get done mm -hmm. x y and z i gotta take care of you and these three i don't care what i know who who you who spirit is? But tell her <laughs> that's my husband's. And it, but he still respects what I have to say and what I'm doing, what I'm doing, and when I'm doing it. So um, I think that's I. That's just, it was perfect the way you just, just described it. What's his sign? I'm Aquarius Moon, Virgo sign. You're Aquarius Moon, like me. stops so she at the door she goes to the door um they're still standing in the closet i'm going to the door now my sister at the door right <laughs> <laughs> um i think the lesson i learned in that moment which once we got back in because nothing happened of course um but the lesson i learned in that moment was she knew she was protected which is the reason why she went to the door mm -hmm. you know when we spiritually dress ourselves every day she knew she was protected, but that's my sister, so she is me. So I'm going to protect her. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, they were already in awareness. Well, nothing going down mm -hmm. with these two men standing in there. <laughs> so really, I, I really was doing nothing. <laughs> I was really doing nothing, but I, you know, I'm, I'm protecting her. So 
to me is is it's all of it. It's not. It's awareness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just awareness. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, overprotection. Yeah, because I was overprotecting you, but not really, because he was gonna get God. Come on. I'm gonna answer the second part. Um, for me, as far as overprotection. I think the space I'm in when it comes to overprotection, I feel like overprotection is emotional. Like, to feel overprotected is an emotional relationship with it for me because, like, you know that saying they say, like, better safe than sorry? Mm -hmm. Like, what's wrong with having the layers of protection around you, like, just in case? You know what I'm saying? So, um, I feel like it's an emotional relationship for me, more so if I feel overprotected because, like, sometimes, of course, like, I, I might feel like a child again where I'm like, I want to do it for myself. I got it. I can do this. And the, the truth is, like, I do got it. I, I, I can do it. But whoever has my back in love, they got me. Like, they got me just in case because, like, life happens and we're flowing and we're learning and we're growing. So for me, it's, I, don't, I don't think I can be overprotected. Um... I think if I feel that way, it's an emotion, and I and I've learned to just sit with it, digest it, and um, just see what truly am I feeling. Cause yeah, I'd be good. I I'd be good. So I don't. I know for me, I don't feel like um, there is a such thing as overprotected. Um, Cause I'm 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 always gonna choose growth, and I'm always gonna digest whatever wherever I'm at and choose to. You know what? My sister told me something dope yesterday. She said, um, I was talking to my cousin yesterday, and she was like, um, there's a difference between growth and evolving. She's, she was like, growth happens. Like, we get bigger. We're going to outgrow clothes. That's, that's just part of life. Growth happens. But evolving is where you're choosing your next, like, destination you know where you're going and so for me like I feel like I'm I'm at a season and a space in my life where I'm really present with myself and I'm evolving so like there is no such thing as overprotection because everything is always just lining right up like I speak it I, I do the work my people got me I'm attracting what what's uh what comes for the lessons I'm keeping what elevates and grows me there's no overprotection I'm aligned it's just moving me yeah. Okay, so do y'all believe in love at first sight? Yes. <laughs> no? No. Okay. I don't believe that love at first sight because sight is exactly what it is. Sight. I don't know you. I don't know anything about you. I've had a conversation with you. I can look at her and be like, wow, she's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I would like to get to know her. But I can't say that I love her. Just by like I can I can love her physical features. I can probably love the energy that she brought in when, you know, we first interacted, but I can't truly say that I love you. Um, I feel like when people say that, that's just another way of it's just another aspect of lust. Because a lot of times people we love like what something looks like. Um, and that's a lesson that I had to learn growing up. I attracted all the fine guys, you know, whatever I wanted, I got it. But then I realized I had to ask myself, like, why aren't my relationships working out? Um, because I'm not looking beneath the surface. So, ultimately, no. There's no such thing as love at first sight. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm
first question, what is love? So, um, whenever I guess answering that question, it's easy to look at it in different dimensions, because I immediately looked at it in a physical aspect because that's what I'm used to seeing around me mm-hmm. with other, I guess say two-dimensional, less conscious people. Mm-hmm. Not saying that everybody's two-dimensional less, less conscious, but the majority of people do take people at their physical features, mm-hmm. initially. So, thank you. I appreciate that. love kind of encompasses appreciation if that makes sense like you look at a piece of art and you're like I love it because you appreciate certain characteristics of it so like love at first sight in a sense is you saying like I appreciate this person's physical or I appreciate this person's energy or whatever sparks in your mind when you first see them so that kind of love I feel like it's it's a possibility that's doable now as far as like a romantic in-depth I love you for your spirit and all of these things you can't you can't assess that at first sight because you have no idea the depth of that person you know that's like thinking that every single chocolate bar is exactly the same and then you eat one and it's like oh that's peanut oh that oh that's nougat oh what's that you know so it's you you only get a piece of that person by looking at them but can you love that piece of them sure but you have no idea what the rest of them entails and you have to fall in love with all aspects of a person or love or appreciate all aspects of a person mm-hmm. to really love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just kind of looking at it. Okay. I want to um, entangle what you two said. I believe that love just is. And upon meeting you, I believe when you when you um, sis and you sis say you can't you don't know anything about a person you can't decide if you love them spiritually um, you just said something and I agree with it there are different dimensions and different levels just like you, you just came to the knowledge that you were speaking on a different aspect of it so no there is no love on a certain aspect and you feel like yes there is on a, a certain level there are different planes that we operate in mm-hmm. and I feel like love just is and it shouldn't be it probably is, but it shouldn't be activated or dependent upon um, just someone's actions. But 
um, because we live off of science and everything is relative. Mm-hmm. Love is activated once we begin to interact. Love was already there, it just is. Like this just talks about awareness. Now whether we are aware of it and um I just met her tonight, um, and I feel like I've already put together this visual project of this photo shoot. I do for different visual projects that I would like to include her in. I love her vibe, her energy. I see a vision. Mm-hmm. So if we're talking about things or we're talking about um, the unseen, we're talking about spiritual connection. Yes, when I first saw my children, I loved them. I didn't know anything about them. There was a connection. Now when they say something to me, I'm like, you little, I don't know how I feel about you. <laughs> so when we're talking about love, love just is. I, I agree with, with you, sir. We should not compartmentalize. Try to, I'm not saying we shouldn't. We have the tendency to compartmentalize um, love and put titles on it and define it. Define it is the word I'm looking for. So I agree with you. When you see someone, um, there are certain things that just that are not going to be there. And there are certain things that are. I don't agree with you two ladies when you say you see someone and you know nothing about them. I see energy. I see art. I see spirit. I, I can know some things. Um, and then when we begin to interact, it's just, you know, what I believe is a different story, what you portray to me, you know, I still see energy. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I don't believe that. I don't know if I don't believe you love at first sight. I believe love is, and whether we love at first sight or not, shouldn't even be a question. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't even, that's not even a, 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 a reality to me. Love just is and it's not activated it's there whether you're aware of it or not the love is there so I'm gonna tag um Aisha Aisha um I think thinking well the phrase love at first sight I feel like should be replaced with attraction because what you are is what you're going to attract, mm-hmm. um, especially with just reflections, mirrors. Like, it's not always what the person is, but it's just what we we chose to bring, you know? Um, so, yeah, I would say attraction. It's just what you are and, <clears throat> and what you re- attract or what you receive from the world. Well, energy, spirit, or physical Yeah, no, on, on any plane, it's going right. to be attraction. What, yeah, what you are. Mm-hmm. I really- Um, what I think about that the whole situation with um, trying to figure out basically what love is and how it works what it looks like right I everybody know what love looks like from what they saw growing up mm-hmm. so everybody might not love the same based on that yes. mm-hmm. I came to that realization you know um, I grew up in a house with both of my parents. A lot of people can't say that. Mm-hmm. I saw both of my parents loving on each other, how they loved each other. It might not have been the way you saw your parents, you know what I mean? But it's always an influence when it comes to love, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, not, it's more than just a feeling, because it is a feeling, but it's also influence. Mm-hmm. What you see, what you, your environment you grew what up you in, expect. what you expect, mm-hmm. based off mm-hmm. what, what you, you see. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Um, with that, I learned to not have expectations on love. Absolutely. I learned to just love. Mm-hmm. The way I know how, and if I'm loving the wrong way, and I look for that person to tell me that I'm not loving mm-hmm. them right. And she does. She'll tell me. She'll tell me that I'm not loving her right when she feel like I'm not loving her the way that she wants or needs or deserves to be loved. But that's also based on what she saw. And not, Past experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So we had to come to a, you know, understanding. an understanding on, on like what love is because sometimes we don't know what love is to each other. Different love language. Right. Right. So, learning that, that's the best way to figure out what love is. Like, mm-hmm. learning. It's your individual yeah. love language. Right. Because right. yeah. everybody's idea of love is not the same. Right. right. So, that's why it's hard to define love. You know what I mean? That's why it's hard to say if you do believe in love at first sight. Mm-hmm. It's Cause what is love to you? Right. Mm. <laughs> what love is was defined to me through my daughter. Um, and it's something that Dominique has said too. Like our kids are our greatest teachers, mm-hmm. right? Because they're a reflection of us. Mm-hmm. So looking at them, they're going to be a combination of what went into making them, and they then because they have no boundaries on what love is, and the. You know, animals, dogs, you know, I put them in the same boat because it's the time that you spend with a dog, not the words that you say to it mm-hmm. that understands that this is what love is. And, you know, with my daughter, you know, she just loves. She loves her family. She teaches me a lot more about the love language. I had no idea what love language was when I was married, you know, and... You know, just understanding how, you know, touchy and filly and I, I wasn't raised that way. You know what I mean? My mother, my mother raised me and it wasn't, you know, a whole lot of that affection. You know what I mean? But I understand, you know what I mean, um, what it is from her because it's a combination. And for me, it just felt like it might have been a manipulative type of ordeal Mm -hmm. from women Mm -hmm. to get what they want sometimes and then I it's again like I don't I'm not very well at playing if I'm feeling like being used you know what I mean like if you want me to take out the trash say take out the trash don't manipulate me into doing something but you know with her she would do that and I found out that you know she's you know two years old and she you know what I mean she loves me but that's just how she acts and she interacts to get what she wants and that's how I have to I have to love her a certain type of way, you know what I mean? Because that's what she knows. It's not, you know what I mean? Um, like you said, everybody said putting it in a box per se. It just is what it is, and that's how I you know I learn through her every single day because you know the frustration, the patience, all those different things that you have to have with you know raising a, a child um, is tested. Every single day, no matter how much you love them, it's just like, it's tested. Like, yo, are you really, you know what I mean? Are you saying it? Are you doing this? Are you in spite of, you know? So, um, it's a a constant challenge. I think love is a constant work and, you know, 
I don't even know if I really kind of answered the question, but I feel like I wanted to touch bases on, yeah. you know what I mean, on that. We all spread love. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> Anything so, what you just said made me think about how, like, I feel like in the world, like, the world is full of duality. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so much um, in this culture American culture, um, like trying to define things and give them a title and a name Mm -hmm. and like pinpoint it. Like you are this, this is that when you did this, this was that. And it's more than that. Mm -hmm. I feel like the reason why children teach us so much is because they are just being, Mm -hmm. they are just being whether like you title it or not. That's their existence. You know what I mean? And it's in like, like the thing, like, cause the question, hold on, I gotta remember the question. The question was, um, oh, first sight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like for me, love is frozen in that time. Like for, love is frozen in time and it's frozen in the moment. So whatever it is you're experiencing in that moment, it stays right there. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, like, uh, uh, Saying it's at first sight is like downplaying the importance of it. Yeah, and I think it also is like, um, first is a time period. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have more periods after this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like through the ebb and flow of things. If you love me, you love me, but it's like, do you like me? <laughs> do you like me? <laughs> you might not like me <laughs> on through the ebb and flow. And, you know, I think that's part of growth because I feel like, you know, for me as myself, like, there's moments and mistakes I've made and I didn't like them. So if I know I didn't like certain mistakes I've made, I can't, I would, I don't, I don't, I know everybody ain't gonna like, you know, the same mistakes or, you know, different mistakes that I might have been aware of or, or unaware of, but like, love is permanent. You said that, love is permanent. Like, I know certain people love me without a question of a doubt because even when I was aggy, <laughs> annoying, they was looking at me like, and I'm talking about you, Daddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Daddy? Look at you, they was looking at me like. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you this question. You know what I'm saying? My dad would just, like, show up. Uh, Choosing. He would choose to show up, mm-hmm. that's right. and that's when I knew and met love, and that's even in all of my relationships. Uh, spirit shows up, bro. Yes, it does. God shows up. Mm-hmm. Like, when I need, when I speak, and I need, shows up. So for me, like, in my relationships, I look for that same reflection. Mm-hmm. In myself, I look for that same reflection. Like, show up for yourself, y'all. Yo. Mm-hmm. Show up. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> all right, y'all, that's yeah. all I got. <laughs> I'm a tag team that. Um, I was in here with the client one day, and we were having a we were having a session. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was uncomfortable, and I was like, "Something gonna change." And I think you went and got Dyson, and Dyson comes in. He's five now, y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and he's like. 
he walks he walks in I'm, I'm in the room though so he doesn't walk in the room to me which we already know like respect what I learned was you know you walk in you walk up to the person that you but he says hey Dominique and I said hey but I don't think he heard because we in two different rooms now so he said again and I'm like oh that was love hey Dyson <laughs> you know because he gave me love in that moment like I think it's just what is what you are you I could have perceived that as anything mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I, I took what he gave me and, and it was it was pure it was just what it was